Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Mary McKillop is for us a great model of generosity and trust in God's providence. Really, and this is why on her feast day we have this gospel reading where Jesus is telling us, don't worry about tomorrow. Mary so knew and trusted that God would provide for her, provide for her needs and what God was calling her to do as well, that she was able to freely live this life of generosity, just giving of herself constantly. So she had a saying that's often quoted, never see a need without doing something about it. And the need that had come before her that she saw and wanted to do something about was a huge one, really. The, the poor children all across Australia who weren't able to get an education, and later in New Zealand as well, her sisters went there. And despite how huge this need was, she wasn't consumed by that worry of what do I have to offer? What could I possibly contribute to such a ginormous need? She simply trusted in God and could therefore serve and serve and serve. She could just give of herself generously without worrying and, of course, reflect God's own generosity for us. So we ask your prayers today, Mary, for that grace that you had so wonderfully of that generosity of heart. We pray that we may too be able to respond to God's call and to the needs that he puts before us. So, coming back to this gospel reading then, Jesus tells us, don't worry about it. Seems like a very Aussie thing. She'll be right. Don't worry. Um, And while he's talking mainly here, he's talking explicitly about food and clothing, we know that there's a thousand other worries in our lives that are deeper and far more significant than, than food and clothing. But... Also, not only do the worries go deeper than these surface things, the way that God wants to clothe and the way that God wants to feed us goes deeper than these surface things as well. He tells us not to worry because God's got our back, because he will provide for our clothing and our food, and not only our clothing and our food, he will clothe us in far more profound ways. So Jesus compares us with the wildflowers in in what we've heard today. He says that even if we had the most beautiful clothes, the sharpest suit or the prettiest dress, we wouldn't look anywhere near as good as the wildflowers in just their natural beauty. And, you know, who doesn't like looking at beautiful flowers? So we can imagine that. But yet, God wants to show forth his glory in us in a way that's far greater than the most beautiful of flowers. So I want to start by looking at this. How does God actually want to clothe us? If not simply with pretty dresses and nice snappy suits, how does he want to clothe us? And so Paul understands this. We heard in his letter to the Colossians today, he says, as you are God's chosen people, you are his holy ones, his saints, you are the ones that he loves, be clothed with compassion with generosity, with humility and patience. 
and over all of these put on love, which perfects all of them. So God isn't simply interested in making us look nice with outward clothes, but he wants to show his glory in us as we share in his perfect self-giving love. He wants to show our beauty and glory to the world through our virtue, our participation in his goodness, which is, which is the far greater beauty in God. He isn't just wanting to fill our bellies with food, with nice, nice stuff to eat, but he wants to fulfill us in our whole person by being able to share in his own life and in his own goodness and in his love and being able to share that with the world. So that's the vision he has for us. When he says, don't worry, it's because God desires this for us, this glory and beauty to shine forth in us, to be clothed with it. But we still worry, and I don't want to skip over too quickly the worry that Jesus is talking about. And we all worry about a thousand different things, and to different degrees, each of us, in whatever our life brings us. It's a part of every single one of our lives. And Jesus could see with the people that were around him that he was encountering that worries were significant enough for them that he needed to give them this teaching. So there's the worries, yes, about the daily things that we need, the, the surface things like food and clothing. And for some of us, that's more of a significant concern than others. But there are then concerns that go a bit deeper, the bigger things too. We worry about those that we love. We worry about our bigger plans for our lives and whether they're going to come about. But we worry about internal things too. Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I cool enough? Am I smart enough? You add whatever adjective you want to add in there. Am I in control of things? Do I have it together? And yeah, we find the comfort of, of journeying with God and we trust in him that he's leading us and providing for us and guiding, guiding us, inspiring us. But that can be another area of worry that how, how do I know that God's going to provide for me tomorrow? How do I know that I can continue to access God's life and his strength and his grace? How do I know that that's going to continue for me? But this is all what Jesus is trying to help us understand because it all makes sense when we realize that this invitation of Jesus is actually offering us the solution as well because it's in being generous, in, in, in not worrying and giving of what we have that we're able to receive what God wants to give us. When we open ourselves up to be generous with what we've got, we allow what God wants to give us to flow into us. That's why Jesus can say, um, don't worry because God's got you. And when we worry about these things, we worry because we're in a mentality of scarcity and we're focused on what we've got, which is never really enough. It never seems like much. It's like, this is all I've got and I don't know whether I'm going to get any more. This is all I've got and if I... If I give this up, if I use this to serve others and, and give of it, then I might end up with nothing. It's the mentality of scarcity, and we're holding so tightly to this that we can't receive anything else. There's no room to receive anything else. So when we're able 
to give of what little we have, we make room for God's life to flow in. We make room for new resources and blessings to spring up in us. Just all that what God wants to give us can flow in as we allow it to flow out in our generosity. So when we're stuck in the the worry and the scarcity, it breeds more worry and scarcity. But when we're giving freely, it allows God to fill us more with his generosity and empowers us more to give more generously. So we all know that that feeling of, of feeling like we haven't got enough, that we can't possibly give of anything because we don't know where the, the next kind of infilling is coming from. But this is Jesus' invitation to us today that we can shift our mindset. We can take this movement from worry, from scarcity and focusing on what little we've got to an attitude of generosity, of serving from what little strength we have, of giving of what resources we've got, of offering whatever we've got to those around us in generosity. And I want to take us back to the first reading now because whereas Jesus kind of talks about why it's good that we should do this, we see in the first reading this journey take place. We meet this poor widow at Zarephath and the prophet Elijah comes and meets her and she's in the process of gathering a few sticks to cook up one little meal for herself and her son with the only food they've got in the house. That's all they've got. They're going to eat that and then, and then die. And we can understand that when Elijah comes and says, can you bake me a bit of bread and give it to me, that she can't possibly give him anything because she's got almost nothing. She's got only this little scrap of food that they're going to eat their last meal. But Elijah invites her to make this movement to journey from worrying about what little she has to discovering God's goodness when she's able to be generous. He promises that if you, before you make some bread for yourself, if you make me a little scone of bread, then God will not let your food run out. And the beautiful thing we see is that she's brave enough to take that step. She's prepared to change her heart She's able to hear God's promise through Elijah and to trust. She brings him some bread. And then as God has said, her food doesn't run out and her and her son are provided for. By being generous, she's able to see God's generous love for her. She's able to discover the goodness of God flowing into her life and providing for her. So let's move on Jesus' invitation today and let's find those ways where we can give generously of what we've got. Give generously from our strengths, from our resources, from whatever it is that we can, whatever opportunities are before us. Let's open up to see the goodness of God flow in. Let's, by our generosity, make that space within us where we can find God, come so eagerly to come and meet our need and fill us again. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. 
Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.